Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bray. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you were too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is Q and Gay uh, <laughs> 12. No. I think we're at 120. That's 12. No. I like how this was a genuine, like every time we're genuinely surprised I'm, that we made it. I would have guessed this. six. <laughs> we're always surprised that we've made it to another 10. Um, but I think 12, 120 is, that was a genuine shock by you. No, that was, that's crazy. Yeah. What do we every time? That's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's nuts. That's oh my God. Can wild. you absolutely believe? Oh, it wouldn't be a and gay if we didn't start this off by how surprised we were that we're yeah. doing another and gay. Absolutely. Oh, two things, of, one thing of note. Um, okay. We have been reading everybody's DMs after... Our last episode, mm-hmm. changes, and we have got a lot of feedback. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say good feedback, but like it's kind of yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of a weird way to yeah. f- phrase it. Um, and I think we will wait because we're still getting more feedback. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people have said that they think that the best approach is to add um, description updates so that at least it can be a warning if anybody uh, might be triggered by the content of uh, somebody somebody being dead named. Mm -hmm. So I think that is the direction that we're aiming, but we're still getting a lot of feedback. So feel free to let us know. Yeah. Your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Speaking of social media, this is where you can let us know your (laughs) thoughts about all episodes, not just this specific topic but you can go check us out over on instagram and tiktok at i can explain podcast and you can follow us personally at sean.lusk and at brianne williamson also big news big <gasps> this news. is big news okay so on tiktok a lot of you know that i have been at brianne williamson underscore which sean has made fun of me for i'm sure the world has the made the fun world. of you yeah, for it <laughs> yeah i've been dragged around the world um i finally got my handle because it was one of those things that someone just had at Brianne Williamson but never used it. Yeah. And I do have a sneaky suspicion because there was like a month before I joined TikTok that I like talked about joining TikTok and I was like, should I? Shouldn't I? So I think someone went and grabbed my at. They should have held it for ransom at the very least. Honestly, because people do that. When I bought my website, BrianneWilliamson.com, yeah, like you can which get don't Brian- go to it, there's nothing on it right now, but I just wanted the URL. Yeah. Someone had bought it and I had to pay them for it. So instead of paying like $10, it was like I a year or whatever, yeah. I had to pay them like $350 and then $10 a year to the provider. Right. So $350? Lot- I was thinking like 100 grand. <laughs> A lot of people do that. Did you know that that's a business that people do? Oh, I bet. They literally go and they buy. There was There's this one story that I read about when I was in business school about it. And there was this guy who was like right at the kind of beginning of these big internet platforms that thought to do this. And he bought like Google with three O's, Google with four O's, uh, Google.com kind of misspelled like common keys that you might hit instead. Yeah. And then when Google wanted them because they were like oh people commonly type mess this in or mess this in and we wanted to go to google.com like if you try now you can put in basically as many zeros as you want in Google Google. and (laughs) they're like we got you and it'll take you to Google Um, and that guy got paid out like 50 million which at the time was like literally insane that's nuts well how do you think I afforded an apartment at like 24 (laughs) 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 (la
was held hostage. So people do that. And people do that with, uh, like, Instagram handles and stuff, too. Like, when a new platform starts, there are people that will go and get, like, at Ashley, at Samantha, at whatever, and then try and sell it to influencers. I had someone contact me once about some random platform that I don't think ever took off. And they were like, hey, I got at Brienne. It's just, it's this is a new platform. If you want at Brienne on the platform, I'll, like, take 50 bucks for it. So this people do that. This is so weird that this is also coming up because in 20 I only knew this because yeah. I saw the messages I think it was in 2013 uh-huh. somebody with the name Sean Lusk okay Instagram DM'd me okay not to say they wanted they had Sean Lusk no dot oh they just wanted to talk and see if that was my <laughs> real name and this week like no. two days ago no. they just messaged me again no out of the blue saying what's up dude <laughs> Like, you're like, what is? Where are we going with this? Is like, this a friendship? Are you trying? Are we to... fucking? <laughs> Do you want me to pay you for the non-dot? Yeah, Sean yeah. You just like the space of it feels a little bit breathier. We'll switch. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, but it is interesting that that has become like a monetizable business. Yeah. And even like celebrities, part of the reason they don't release like their kids' names is they secure all the handles for their kids' names, like. Uh, Stormy Webster, Kylie Jenner, is famous. If you go Stormy Webster on Instagram, it doesn't come up, but Instagram has held that for her. Genius. Because she said, hey, eventually... I'll kill you. Yeah, <laughs> eventually Stormy's going to want Instagram. So Stormy and Stormy Webster is off the market. And I mean, if you have as much power on Instagram as Kylie Jenner yeah, does, they'll not, do it for you. they're not playing games with that. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But anyways, um, long story long is fucking usual around here. I... Like, you can do this thing on the creator portal that if someone else is using your name on TikTok and you want the name, and I actually found out this about this through um, Priyanka, the winner of yeah. uh, Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. What's uh, her name? Uh, <laughs> I hate you, Priyanka. <laughs> I literally hate you. Uh, she's the queen Priyanka on everything. It, that took me a minute. You I said, know. what's her name? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, Priyanka. Oh, my God. She just did a collab with Trixie Mattel. It was oh, very entertaining. I saw it. Yeah, it was yeah. good. But anyways, she actually talked about it on that collab, too. But she... Um, I follow her on Twitter and she was talking about how someone had the queen Priyanka on TikTok. And then she, like, appealed it. And because the profile wasn't being used and once again was clearly someone who watched her on Drag Race before she was yeah. on TikTok got the Queen Priyanka because they know that she's going to eventually want it and I think that person was asking for payment but she just appealed to TikTok and they nice. gave it to her yeah. um, so anyways I was like ah, worth a shot because no one had posted mm. or like anything I would never take like if there was another Brienne Williamson in the world that genuinely wanted it I'd never be like I deserve I'm that I'm more famous but like <laughs> literally like zero followers not following anyone nothing for a year like I'm like okay what's going on so I appealed it and then I got like it approved and they're like we've removed the account like it's been inactive no one's even logged on for like a year so if you go you can get the handle oh my god and I was like sweet I've never typed in something so fast I don't know who I think I am Stormy Webster or something like that but literally when I received that message I was like (gasps) panic I was like I gotta gotta type in my name before someone else rips it out of my hands well you're both babies so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, Brand Williamson over on TikTok. And um, if you go to our Instagram um, bio place at I Can Explain Podcast, there's a link for merch and there's a link for our 
Patreon. And before we get to our questions today, we do have some amazing thank yous to give out because some of you are so amazingly generous, 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 and we really, really appreciate it. But like, seriously, it does not go unnoticed. So we have a huge thank you to say to Aiden, Olivia, Liz, Serena, and Amanda. Thank you so, 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 so much. As many O's as there are in Googles. the Googles. Yes. Um, and to everyone else on our Patreon, we appreciate you. There's a bonus episode up there for your ears. There's going to be more coming very, very soon. Uh, there's a Discord community. We're going to post extra photos there. All sorts of fun stuff going on, so go check that out. Um, but let's get into our questions, because it's been 10 minutes, and wow, we really we really know how to run this podcast, Yeah, eh? well, that's actually an eight, but I guess you... Oh, yeah. yeah. Numbers are it's hard, hard to read. <laughs> yeah, numbers are difficult. I just like to round up. It could have been six minutes, and I would have been like, it's well, been we're ten. We're going to get to ten if you keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we've got some um, questions going on here. The first is, huh. Oh, no. That's an interesting question. The question is, how to be more subtle about queerness? Um, uh, I personally could <laughs> never give you an answer for that because... Um, I have no interest I in being not, I have no interest, not an ounce of interest, nor am I subtle about my queerness. Yeah. Um, so I would say pass. I would say pass on that, too, because honestly, like, um, uh, we don't know the reason the person's asking the question. If you mean, like, maybe you're not in a safe space to be outed or anything like that, obviously, I guess my tip would be just to, you know, stay in your own uh, comfort zone with your expression around other people and make sure you stay safe. But if it's just a question in general, like you want to know how to like be like subtly queer, I live my life very loud and proud. And I think that's important if you're feeling safe to do so. So yeah, yeah. let your freak flag fly and nothing yeah. freakier than being gay. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that for yeah. us. Um, RIP headphone users. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh my God. Okay. <sighs> The next question we have, I'm trying to think of like what we answer and what we haven't, considering that there's been 12 of these. Oh my God. Okay. Any tips for someone wanting to start their own podcast? Um, we, I think we have answered this, oh. but we still have bad advice. Um, my advice always is just do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that everybody builds up. You need a sound booth. You need 50 microphones. You need a producer. Yeah. You need a script. You need all these things. <laughs> if you have an idea, do it, but try to make a podcast about something that you are passionate about. Mm -hmm. We are passionate about being annoying <laughs> and being gay. <laughs> so we, as you can tell, can fill the air <laughs> talking about That's something true. that we are passionate about. If you are not passionate about something and you think that you will run out of topics, mm -hmm. that is probably not a good avenue. But I just say fucking just do just it. Just do it. Yeah. I, I think it's a really good point because especially since I see media going more and more like neat space like especially on tiktok you see people that have a million followers because they like i don't know like turn a doorknob differently than everyone else like i i yeah, literally I can think of account. anything yeah it's <laughs> one of my favorites yeah. um so i think one problem that i've seen come up with friends 
or like just folks that I know online that do podcasts is they get to like episode 10 and they're like, okay, I talked about it. Yeah. I think a lot of people start with a good idea, but then they get stuck in a shtick. Like we Mm -hmm. are stuck in the shtick of us being gay, but Mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Some people are like, I'm going to do queer movie reviews. Yes. And then they're like, well, I only really wanted to talk about these 20 queer movies. Yeah. You know? And now I'm stuck. And then you're just like grasping for straws. Or something like that that requires a ton of... uh, Research. research. Yeah, here, top recommendation. <laughs> Do no research. <laughs> if your podcast idea requires research, scrap it. Get drunk in a closet and be gay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, this person asked, will we ever get a Sean's birthday episode? I feel like the wealth should be spread. You know... Robin Hood. Robin Hood vibes. (laughs) It's coming up. It is coming up. I hate that you reminded me. This will be my (laughs) second pandemic birthday. (laughs) Yes, you heard it here first. My second pandemic Uh, birthday. I was right at the forefront like two weeks into the pandemic. Oh my God. And now I'm here a year later. That's crazy. Yeah. And I remember the first one when it happened to you. I was like... It happened to you. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like it happened Trust to me, you. I feel the same it way. It was kind of like quirky and fun, at least. And like, we were like, oh my God, we're going to do someone's birthday on Zoom and we're going to make like games and stuff. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh. Mind you, I still think that that was the most fun Zoom thing besides Halloween. We peaked early. We peaked yeah. early, early. I think we can. I think we can revisit some of that magic. Rev it back We up. haven't had Zoom flip cup in a long time that's true halloween was so fun so fun yeah and like you guys all dancing and stuff it was so funny to watch like i literally so yeah i think we should have uh sean's birthday episode because i agree maybe next episode um maybe like two episodes oh my god that fucking sock just fell out of nowhere (laughs) the condom i thought no just a random oh i was like we said we haven't seen the condom (laughs) sock in about 50 episodes i think it's gone (laughs) um i thought somebody grazed my knee like a ghost and first of all everyone listening is either gonna know exactly what we're talking about with the condom sock or they're gonna be like what the fuck is a condom sock yeah Sorry, go listen to a hundred plus yeah. more episodes. <laughs> Until you find, find it. <laughs> but yes, I think we should have a Sean's birthday. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Because you talk about yourself way too fucking much. So true. We got to like give you some air here. Yeah. Well, you get a lot of air, but it's usually just like bashing back towards the stuff that I talk about about myself. Yes. yes so this yes, will yes. be a nice like turn of the tables where you can talk about yourself and I can bash you. You can try. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to bash perfection. Yeah, you're saying? exactly. Oh, got it. Um, is there a fictional character you would marry? Uh, um, uh, that's so broad. It's also because it's like it's not like. I feel like it'd be easier to say a fictional character I'd have sex with. Because, I mean, Lola Bunny. Obviously, Lola Bunny. Like, I mean. Right. right? Uh, the, uh, no, I was going to say something. <laughs> What's that fucking horse that that is all over TikTok? And I do not feel this way. I do not want to fuck this cartoon horse. But it's from like the road to El Dorado or something. (laughs) You're gonna get. You're gonna get not shadow banned. You're gonna get real. How to manage a hot horse? (laughs) (laughs) Hot horse cartoon. Maybe I should. Yeah. How to handle? Oh my god. Spirit. Spirit, yeah. Spirit's hot. (laughs) Spirit's hot. Like, okay, 
I have this interesting memory of like riding a train in Europe and we were going through the countryside and there was this horse with long hair. Okay. And as it moved, its hair like rippled and flowed over its body, like long flowing hair. Right. And that's when you knew you and were I'm into kind of- women. <laughs> No, time kind of stopped, and I turned to the girl I was traveling with, and I was like, did you just see that fucking horse? Like, that was the most beautiful horse I've ever seen. And she was like... She was like, have you seen Spirit? <laughs> no, she. her jaw was on the floor. She was like, "I have, um, like, time stopped. Like, well, that was a moment. I can't get that out of my head. Okay, well, remind me to keep you away from farms, but... <laughs> um, who would I marry fictional? Um... It's just, there's so many, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I agree. Like, fictional character, because, like, I go to cartoon, but it's not cartoon. It's just No, what about character. the guy, the guy from Blue's Clues? Not oh, Blue. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Staying far away from that. Steve. Steve. Absolutely, Steve. Right? You and Steve would be great together, I think. I feel like he's very lovely. And he's got a nice home. Yeah, absolutely. Nice spot to he's, move yeah. into. <laughs> great pet. Secure. Yeah. yeah, great pet. Some fun, like, pepper shakers and totally. stuff that yeah. chat. Always games to be had. Seasoned and... food. Yes. Paprika <laughs> yeah. in the house. No, I, I see that for you. I see you and Steve thriving. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Either that or like um uh like the mom from Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I really put it this way. If I had sat here for three hours and tried to guess your top two, I would not have landed there. You wouldn't have I'll landed on it. Steve from Blue's Clues or the mom from Spy Kids. No. They're such maybe one of the thumb people from Spy Kids. Oh my god, I remember like you know how people in their adult life have the moment where they watch Sixth Sense and their mind's blown at the end with yeah. the twist? I won't ruin it in case anyone hasn't watched it somehow. They're but all fun people. <laughs> but they're all people. But that was my moment of that when I was a kid and they like re- they were like, oh, it's backwards. Is that the Spy Kids where it was like backwards? Yeah, yeah. And then they replayed it. I've never been so creeped out as a kid. Like I was like, my mind was fucking blown. Yeah, my mind was also blown when they said shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> Because oh. I was like, you fucking you know what she was going to say. You fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, There's so many good ones. Um, this is, no, this isn't the same at all as a fictional character, but maybe. Who was your gay awakening? I feel like we've talked about this before. Yeah, yours was that horse on the train. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, we talked about it yeah, five minutes ago. Yeah, we talked about it literally right there. And mine was the thumb people from Spy Kids. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I have, like, two stages. Like, I have my, like, stage where it was, like, obvious even to myself that I was gay and I was really into these people. Yeah. And, like, but I wasn't, like, out or anything. But I was really into, like, you know, the L word characters and stuff like that. Yeah. But then there's, like, the people that I look back on that I'm like, oh, I was, like, really, like, crushing on them before, like, I even had any idea that I was gay. And, like, I'm trying to think of 
there was like probably quite a few examples, and I think I confused it with like thinking I wanted to be like them. But okay, Amanda Bynes, like back in like Disney's days, the Amanda show, right, was an example of that. Like I had the biggest crush on her. Looking back, like I thought she was so cool and so funny and like pretty and all this stuff, and. Like, yeah, I just wasn't aware at that point, so I don't know if I can call it a gay awakening because it wasn't like I saw her. Oh, it wasn't... Sean hates when I sit back in the closet. Yeah, don't get comfortable ever. (laughs) Um, It's not like I saw her and I was like, I'm gay. But it's like now looking back, I'm like, that was was definitely one of my first crushes. Yeah, I feel like that as well. I have people that I... um, I think as a, a child or a preteen mm-hmm. had crushes on, but I never really accepted that they were crushes. I remember that um, from the first Hunger Games movie, oh, yeah. the blonde one. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, it's like Kate or something. Yeah, it is something. Like Kate or yeah. something. <clears throat> I remember he was like one of the first crush crushes I like allowed myself to have. Yeah. But then there's also weird things like, you know, the show Totally Spies. Yeah. That was a gay awakening for me because oh. I knew that I wanted to be them. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Same as like Peach in Mario Kart, Mario Tennis. Any any Anything. Peach. I was like, I want to be Peach. I want to be Peach. You know? Yeah. So that was a gay awakening in a mm-hmm. in a personality sense. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay, well, we'll take that. Um, wasn't Steve from Blue's Clues? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Definite queer undertones from that one, though. Oh, def. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like gay. I don't even know if they're undertones. Man, like, just tones. Just, just gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even tones. Just, just, just Steve's gay. gay. Yeah. yeah Steve's <laughs> okay. Would you break up with someone if you didn't like your partner's dog or cat? Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yes. Absolutely. I've done it. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. No. Well, it wasn't it wasn't the main part, okay. but I would say it was like 50%. <laughs> There's certain like even friends of mine, I'm not going to name them that have certain pets right. that I'm like I couldn't date you because I like I hang out with you oh, in I a know, covid-free world. I know world. the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I hang out with you in a covid-free world outside of your home with your animals. Yeah. But like knowing your animals like the few times you know you go over to a friend's house and like hold on i gotta let my dog out or like whatever and it they're just the worst i'm like i couldn't date you because i would have to be like taking on this animal with you yeah um yeah i uh my first boyfriend who was absolutely garbage to me like um the one that accused me of sleeping with my best friend and slut shamed me for wearing a tank top out at the bar and dancing on stage and saying that i wanted all this attention all this stuff that so that was the other <laughs> that was the other 50 percent. but the other the 50 <laughs> percent we were talking about was, was that he had a really gross beagle as well oh. super gross and i love dogs but it had like he would never cut its nails and had really long nails and so it, it smelt and it it shed more than any dog I've ever experienced, and I've seen beagles, and I fuck with beagles. Yeah, this one I don't like. There was not some it. inbreeding or something. Oh, yeah, God. so that was half the. So reason. like the freedom of not being around the beagle and the freedom to wear tank tops. Really, yes. an awakening moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Looking back in relationships like that, you're like, did I even have that argument? Like, is yeah, that is real that... <laughs> life? Like now, if someone was like, um, you wear a tank top, I would literally be like, bye. I wouldn't even. Yeah, more get the your conversation. Gross dog away from like, me. I literally just walk out. Yeah. You know? Um, the fact that that was even up for debate is so wild, but I unfortunately can relate. Okay. How have you become more comfortable continually coming out to people you meet? 
Uh, I think we'll have different answers yeah. on this because <clears throat> um, I don't really have to come out to a lot of people that I meet because mm. I have very strong faggy energy. <laughs> um, so, which we've talked about yeah. the benefits and the yeah. negatives of that. Totally. You sometimes wish that you presented mm-hmm as more of a queer woman so that people knew that you were a lesbian. Yeah. But then you also say the flip side is anywhere you go where with your, you're with your girlfriend, you realize how many stares Julia gets and how frustrating it is is to be the other side. And so me and my boyfriend have had similar conversations that he, I would say if you didn't, I would have no idea that he was gay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but he's always like, oh, yeah, people don't know. In fact, he, should we debate this? Is Corey gay? He's not gay. I don't think he is. No. Yeah. I've just kept him trapped here for fun. <laughs> um, Glad we got that out in the open. Yeah. No. Thinking, yeah, I've been thinking about that yeah, for a no while. Gay Yeah, no gay there. Um, <laughs> I tried, but... <laughs> anyway, so he always says, I don't think he really cares yeah. that much about presenting like he doesn't have the same struggle as mm-hmm. you thinking yeah. I wish I could present this way but then the, even the other day we were at Savon and uh, it's a pandemic so I me just like dragging Savon they did employ me so this isn't a drag to them <laughs> just this one employee yeah um we were standing at the line because they usher you to the tills. You can't just yes. line up. So there's this line, and we were at the front of the line waiting for a till, and the person ushering you to the tills was this older gentleman. And the entire time, he just kept staring at my shoes and my oh, entire God. outfit. Like, to the point that I, I could see it going yeah. on. And my boyfriend was getting very frustrated mm-hmm. and was staring at him, staring at me. I do that all the time with Julia. Yeah. All the time. Like, I'm staring at a person while they're staring at her. Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to burn a hole in their head with my eyes to be like, stop doing that. Yeah. So, but for me, I it's it happens so often that it's yeah. not really a point of contention. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I honestly, it's not something that I have to experience a lot. Yeah. Because as soon as I walk into a room or mm-hmm. open my voice or, like, clack my nails on something it's pretty obvious it kind of comes out for me so that like I don't really have to have the conversation but Mm. I know that you do yeah I think for me like it's hit or miss like I don't know if they vibe with it yeah Uh, yeah I just feel like advice that I could give as someone who has to kind of continuously come out is just like bring it up in don't hold back conversation because then you're just it's going to build up this like mountain of it like from what i've learned is from the first interaction if you can subtly slip it into just regular everyday conversation like hi i'm gay brie yeah like hi i'm a dyke so how do you feel about that (laughs) yeah no like you know like you're just chatting like for example i'm meeting a new client um a great one for me with that because i'm in real estate is like oh yeah my girlfriend and i actually just live right over and the best part about that is you can just lie about where you live oh yeah it's great like i i just say i live all over you're in the states (laughs) i live just down the street (laughs) 
but it's like a really it's like on topic it's it's not like discussing my sexuality which you should never have to like you don't have to come out in a traditional sense to people yeah. like no there has to be fireworks balloons yeah, cakes. cakes I always bring a cake with me when I'm yeah, meeting someone new I have 10 people just hiding in the wings for a flash <laughs> flash, flash dance yeah. <laughs> and you and you know like obviously every once in a while you see that like computing moment in their head but then it's just done whereas like I find like did I tell the earring story yeah, on here? Okay, yeah. so I told the earring story very quickly. I was at the dentist, and I like she asked what my the J on my ear was for, and I like lied, and I like panicked and lied, and like those moments still do happen for me because that would be a moment where I would have had to come out. But then it's frustrating because now my anxiety is, is like if I ever fucking go back to this dentist, like am I gonna take this earring out? Like what if they ask me more questions or are they like oh. Like, how's your grandma doing? Like, I literally, like, not Did that you say it was ever your happen. grandma? Yeah, I said it was my grandma. Uh, maybe you haven't told the story. Have I not told the story? I don't think so. Oh my God, okay. I, so... oh, you tell so many earring stories. Like, this, you, you only have one, and yeah. people thought you lost oh, one, and God. you're at that event, and all this stuff. Oh my God, next episode, Breeze Earring. <laughs> Breeze Earring. Earring, yeah. yeah. No, okay, so I'll tell it quickly just in case it's already been told. Um, so I went to the dentist, and I was the like hygienist or whatever was there and she was just like making conversation and I have a J earring in my ear and she's like first of all it was awkward she was like oh you have to take your earrings out because they were doing the like three with the fucking scan or yeah. whatever and <laughs> you take your earrings out or your head will explode so- when we x-ray it <laughs> so I literally take my earring out yeah and she goes oh like and the other one she was watching me and I was like oh there's just one so then I'm like already i think it started off as awkward which once again why would that matter it's so stupid that the stuff's embedded to us that like somehow i'm gonna think she's like clocking me or thinking i'm weird because i'm i fucking have one j earring anyways and then so then i she's like okay and then i put it back in after she's like what's the j for like just trying to be nice and i fucking panic and i go my grandma and she goes oh what's her name and i'm like june Judith. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, June, I just spit it out. I literally don't know where it came from. And she was like, oh, that's a great name. Like, what a, like, traditional, like, beautiful name. And it was, and she's like, I love that name. And I was like, me too. Me, I love June. And she was like, <laughs> and she's like, that's so nice. So then now I'm in this fucking conversation with her, because obviously she's a dental hygienist. She's trying to just look for any small talk. Right. So, like, she's doing nothing wrong. And I'm like, now I'm talking about my grandma that doesn't exist. Um, You're like, oh, this earring, it, uh, it, it's just time to go to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a perfect example of here I am. I talk about it on this podcast all the time how I'm totally comfortable with my sexuality. I'm out and proud. All these things. And now you're making up grandmas. <laughs> and then every once in a while, I retract back to that internalized homophobia of like, ah, like I'm trapped. What if I say it? And then she doesn't like it. And it was like a little bit of an she elderly. She pulls out all lady. my like, teeth. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like here I go. Like, and it, it, the frustrating thing is the second it even started to come out of my mouth, like it was such like a knee jerk reaction. I was like, fuck, what am I doing? Yeah. My girlfriend would have been the, such an easy answer. My girlfriend's name's Julia. Done. Like, I don't think this woman would have had any issue whatsoever about it. But it's just like every once in a while for the 99 times out of 100 that I can easily just respond. My girlfriend or me and my girlfriend live over there or like, oh, I actually have a girlfriend, not a boyfriend. I do it all the time. There's one time out of 100 that you get this weird like knee jerk reaction and you resort back to your internalized homophobia like stage. It happens to everyone. So don't beat yourself up about it if it happens. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so I did this and now I'm like, I've built this up now. Now I'm more stressed yeah. because I'm like, 
Now I have to get a fucking backstory. Now I have to hire a uh, fake June grandma. You're like, she I have was to tell a my nurse grandma, in the my war actual grandma, the... that her name is now June. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I need you to pick me up from the dentist, but make sure you walk in and say, hi, I'm June, Looking here for Bree, my Loudly. granddaughter. <laughs> like, everyone knows that feeling that when you've done one thing, and I think it's unfortunate that it always retracts back to, like, gay people, queer folks, for a certain number of years of their life, feeling like they're, like, liars or, like, feeling guilt about the fact that they're lying because you're not ready to be out or you're covering up. And that's, like, how I... F- felt in that moment like I retracted back to that space of like oh why did I lie like well there was no reason to lie but it's like it's just it's a hard thing to unlearn and it pops up every now and again and it's hard to unlie as well and once you've lied and then it's not worth it I'm not gonna be like oh you know how I just said that was my grandma June it's actually my girlfriend Julia it was but she died (laughs) and then I kept the earring for my girlfriend Julia funny how it works funny just the same just how like happened to be June so I figured just keep it keep it going like she would look at me like I'm an absolute crazy person so I have to live I just have to live this out <laughs> yeah. now. now I have to change dentists now like you, you so have I have to yeah. I just never go to the dentist again people are like why are all your teeth falling out of your head I'm like I told her my grandma's name <laughs> yeah, and they're like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it <laughs> so yeah so that's um, my really solid advice yeah which how I'm to get more comfortable sure was. I would, uh, we didn't tell you yeah. with time and don't beat yourself up if every once in a while it doesn't happen and I think just like try and bring it up right from the jump in the most casual way of conversation see those questions even though they can be scary as opportunities yeah. because in a weird way if I had answered that question my girlfriend Julia in a situation that I would not have been able to bring up the fact that I was gay otherwise and maybe would have had to endure like someone saying like oh like me and my husband like what do you do like what do you like do you have a husband and it made, made an awkward thing that was a perfect opportunity for me to like quote unquote out myself yeah. in a non- stressful way and I just didn't take it so that's my advice <laughs> that's so funny I went home and told Julia that and she was laughing so hard she's like oh my god good old she was, June she was laughing especially hard because I out of the two of us am the most like out and proud and I'm like like if someone's staring like she still kind of retracts into like the like maybe don't hold hands phase and like yeah. all these things She's a bit older, so she also grew up in a harder time, like, too, like, when she was in high school and stuff, it was, like, not okay to be gay. And uh, she's like, it's just funny, because out of the two of us, you're the most, like, out and, like, I don't know, flamboyant's the right word for a lesbian, but, like, just out and proud and, like, not afraid to talk about it and, like, spread your pride and all this stuff. And she's like, it's just so funny to hear, like, a story like that of you retracting to that space. Like yeah, happens to yep. all, happens Here to we all are. of us. Okay, if you're watching UK Drag Race, who is your favorite, and who do you think will win? Um, my favorite is Bimini. <gasps> Same. Yeah, I love Bimini. Oh I think God. they're just so magical and entertaining, and uh, have very interesting drag. Yes, I agree. Also, Julia's favorite, which is unique because usually my girlfriend and I completely disagree on who we like. We have very different interests in different sorts of drag styles. So usually we're kind of like feuding about who's the best and it's usually polar opposite. But Julia likes Bimini so much that she's gone to say that she's with um, the House of Bulash and her name is Jiminy John Julash. Oh my God. So when we're watching UK Drag Race, she will only respond to Jiminy John Julash. <laughs> I love that. The whole time. I do love Bimini, um, but I also 
genuinely love Ahura, Tace, and Lawrence as well. It's just a great season. It's so good. It's a great Because I, fe- I feel like I am Ahura. Yeah, you kind of are. Just a bitch. Just a touch, yeah. But, like, still there's yeah. a heart if you chip away at it. <laughs> Chip away at it. Chip away at it, yeah. Break the ice off of it. But it still looks great all the time, which is where we differ. (laughs) No, I I think, honestly, like, combining Canada, U.S., U.K., this might be one of the best seasons cast-wise. Like It's it's just just so so entertaining. And, like, that's what it is. I look forward to it so much because I'm like, it's just, I know it's going to be good. Like, I know it's going to be impressive. But it's interesting to see the differences because U.S., I think, is so much more look-based. Yeah. And U.K., I think just culturally, like, drag-wise, it's still more about, like, being able to be a comedy performer and an entertainer. And I'm not saying the U.S. girls don't have that, but I'm also, like... I can see that difference, right? Like the whole UK season, the catch up has been, oh, you got to pick up your like fashion because the, these people are performers, like in performers first looks. You look second. Yeah. Whereas on the US, a lot of people like have self proclaimed like never even perform drag. They they are like looks queens on Instagram on YouTube. So yeah. it's just a different ball game. Their focus seems to be more about like, oh, how can I get into like mainstream fashion like on magazine covers and stuff. Whereas UK, I kind of like it. It feels more old school yeah. in that sense. And because of that I think the challenges are funnier because they're just like really good at performing. Yep. Um but Bimini has it all. I Absolutely. will say that. Fashion, funny Incredible, non-binary icon. Got it all. Absolutely. Okay. Um, opinions on Below Her Mouth. Have you watched Below Her Mouth? No. Why would you have? And every know. time I think it says Blow Her Mouth. Okay, <laughs> I am going to say something controversial yet brave. Is this like Blow Deck, but... No, it's it's a movie. It's, um, it's a queer woman movie. I, oh, I can't yeah. really speak too much about it because I've never watched it. Oh. And I feel like I'm going to get, like, really run over for that because it was, like, a huge thing. And um, it was Richie Phoenix and this other performer, actor, so I was talking about drag, so that's why I said performer, um, actor, actress, whatever, <laughs> who um, do, I think the storyline of it, what turned me off is, like, I should give it its own fair chance. I'm going to say, how are you saying your opinion on it if you haven't seen okay, it? Okay, because this actually is relevant. <laughs> okay. The, I didn't get a chance to watch it, and I want to speak to this, because we talk about this a lot, like, how everyone should form their own opinions on representation, and, like, we talked about uh, the Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, all mm-hmm. it, what was it called? Season? Um, season or something? Happiest Two lesbians season. go home for Christmas. Yeah. Or whatever. Happiest season, yeah. Um, how, like, people should just be able to enjoy it for themselves, and, like, everyone kind of jumps on representation and, like, finds things to hate about it. We've seen trends of that happening. Um, So Below Her Mouth was one of those cases I fell victim to that because it came out and a lot of people really liked it. And then a lot of people were like, oh, typical storyline of like one more mask presenting queer woman um, swings or flips a feminine queer woman who has a husband. So it's like the classic kind of which to me kind of hit a chord because I think I was also in a sensitive place in my life when it came out with, I got that a lot when I was younger with dating Julia of people being like, Oh, so she must be your first girlfriend. Right? Like as if 
Julia like was swung like some me witch that came or, out of the forest. Yeah, or was like <laughs> or was like my gay awakening or something. And I think that's like kind of a archaic mindset that yeah. like the more femme presenting one is the girl in the relationship and the more masculine presenting one is the guy in the relationship and they like convinced me to be gay and I felt like I constantly had to be like no like which you should never have to do but give a resume of like no I've had previous girlfriends I've hooked up with plenty of girls I blah blah so it was like a sensitivity for me yeah while meeting like Julia's friends and stuff and um then this came out and it was very much that storyline of like girl who had long term relationship with a guy gets like swung by this like I think she was a roofer or something like that who was nice. like this masculine it's roofer. Like... And I and I was just like, Oh, I feel like we Yeah. <laughs> Jim Jiminy, Jim Jiminy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we've seen that storyline so much in queer women. Isn't like it books old, though? and it's it's like no, it's like I wanna say like five four years old oh yeah i thought it was old old no and then funny because i was like i'm not watching that like fuck that like because i was just sensitive and pouty about it and then i went to a local um event here by fly it's called fly girl productions that hosts these queer women events and um called hershey very hershey mm. Mm. yeah okay. hershey well, get this. it's called hershey bar Fly girl. Like, because, yeah, Hershey bar. Do you get it? Like, chocolate bar? No, I get Hershey it. Hershey bar? Yeah. But yeah I was now, just saying more there's issues in the name. But, oh, yeah. Now yeah. it's archaic because of pronouns and stuff. But that was, like, the first, um, like, gay girl event yeah. in Vancouver. So it was, like, running for, like, 20 years. Now they've, I think, stopped. But anyways, maybe because of that, maybe they're rebranding. Um, they were hosting a, like, premiere after party apparently there was a premiere in vancouver yeah and so i didn't know that so i just went and then the actresses from the movie were Were there were at Ah. this thing and everyone was like so excited and i was like this is like i don't know how to handle this do i fangirl so that i can get a picture even though i've just hated on this movie no you go up to them you say this earring is because I just watched Below Her Mouth and I love it. I absolutely I love loved it. it. That loved was it. the longest story for somebody who's never seen a movie <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. It was almost impressive, wasn't it? That was it? the longest opinion of a movie that you've never seen. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know you do some homework. <laughs> Fucking watch it between this and next recording. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay. And I'm going to give you an update okay. on if I was... If I'm standing by my long-winded opinion or not. Yeah. Okay, I think we have time for one more question. Okay. <laughs> and then what we'll do is we'll record a mini epi- bonus episode yeah. that will be available on Patreon. Again, if you want information on that, you can Where Brie to- keeps telling the same story. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my part two of Blow Her Mouth, yeah. like more insight to a movie and I haven't like, And watched. so I've still never seen it. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to be one of those episodes where I'm just, I'm definitely not going to listen back because I'm just going to hate myself. But anyways, we're going to do like another few questions over on Patreon for all of our patrons over there. Yeah. But, um, um, how to stop being a pillow princess. Have sex on the couch. (laughs) Have sex on the floor. Countertop. Switch it up. <laughs> no, I saw a TikTok the other day um, by a human named Emily, who is a new or friend of mine, and uh, they were talking about how 
for the first like year of their life they were like very insecure about having sex with women because they didn't feel like they knew their way around the bedroom and like it was already such like an emotional experience for them right when having sex that like they literally couldn't do much more than just like experience it which a lot of people perceive as like pillow princess being a pillow princess yeah. um and they said it really well about how um to like not rag on yourself for that because it is just such like for a lot of people an emotional or different experience and you don't know maybe how to interact different types of bodies that you haven't experienced before yeah and it's okay to like allow someone else to kind of like guide you through that and then they've turned it around and said now that they're more of like a top and they're like they never see that as a negative about someone else when they're when they're just getting their fucking shit rock. Yeah, I, I have a funny yeah. note on this though. Okay, <clears throat> so for like when I started having sex, mm-hmm. um, we've talked about it before. There's a lot of preparation that goes into yeah. uh, queer male sex, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> this kind of ties into Pillow Princess, um, and I would not eat for so long because oh I was so yeah. scared of just like shitting everywhere yeah. that when I had sex I literally once almost like blacked out because I oh was so I I, I think I've told this story before I had to stop in the middle of having sex once and eat a granola bar because <gasps> my blood sugar was so low because I didn't oh my god <laughs> so when I started to figure out that I could actually there are ways to you know have energy mm. and eat and get a, get around this uh, predicament I was a lot less of a pillow princess because I had the energy to lift my own body weight oh <laughs> Okay, so pro tip from Sean over there: eat lots of granola. Eat a Cliff Bar right before (laughs) pre-workout, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I think for me, it's just like kind of empower. It was like empowering myself to feel like I didn't have to be perfect or like performative. Yeah, but just kind of like taking the lead in a sense that like it's a fun thing, and there's confidence is sexy so you don't have to think too much about it like if you want to be the person to take the lead like that alone just like showing that uh gusto if you will is going to be sexy to the other person so i don't think that there's any like solid tips other than just kind of like diving in energize dive in hydrate (laughs) get in there champ dive on in all right well that was one of the worst episodes i think we've ever done because of me i thought that was gorgeous was it okay good because i i feel like i talked a lot about nothing that's bitch 120 (laughs) episodes (laughs) okay you're right i have to give myself a pass because anyone listening to this we don't talk about anything (laughs) ever Okay, yeah, that, I feel good about that yeah, now. I feel welcome. good. That's, you're welcome for an amazing episode. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you want more of whatever the fuck this is, go to our Patreon, a link in bio over on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Um, and until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. You would just ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs>